You are listening to the Unapologetically Gitty Podcast, and this is your host, Gitty Cats. Here on the podcast, I want to open up the conversation to talk about things that maybe other people feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about because I'm just unapologetically me. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about me. And I always talk a little bit about me and add little snippets of information from time to time into podcasts that I do. But today, I'm going to talk all about me. And hopefully you can get to know me a little better and understand why I do what I do today. So let's start from when I was pretty young. So growing up, my parents definitely fought a little bit. There was not a super pleasant household. They have since really learned to talk to each other and communicate in years of therapy and things have gotten a little better in my household that's for sure after me moving out but things weren't always the greatest I'm going to be very honest I'm not trying to attack anyone I'm just literally stating the facts now things were also really hard where money was concerned so there was never a lot of money I would say I felt deprived at some points definitely. And I used to babysit like a crazy person to make enough money to buy the things that I wanted. So if there was a group organized thing at school, I would pay for it. If there was a skirt I wanted to buy or a shirt I wanted to buy or a pajama bottoms I wanted to buy or whatever it was, I would make the money so I could go buy it because I hated asking my parents for money because I knew they didn't have it. I was born in Indiana. I grew up in Indiana for seven years. So from the time I was born, I lived there till I was seven. And then I moved to New York, which is an entirely different subject. It's so different there. So that was definitely an adjustment. But for a seven-year-old, maybe not as much. But I definitely cried the first three weeks of school. And my new school was very different. In my old school in Indiana, we had maybe four or five kids in my class, I think. And then when I moved to New York, it was totally different. We had like 30 kids in our class. And I remember being terrified, like, of just all these new girls. I don't think I was afraid of people. I think I was afraid of this adjustment. And I think that came into my later years as well. I've always been someone who has not loved change. Let's put it that way. And so it was hard, not easy at all. I remember, you know, Kids probably thought I was such a baby and like super sensitive. And that's probably why I kind of put a target on my back. Like, hey, I'm super sensitive and I'm going to cry the first three weeks of school. And now for the next eight years until I get to eighth grade, you guys can treat me like garbage. Um, Maybe that's why I was so badly bullied. So in elementary school, I was definitely very bullied. People, I mean, kids are cruel. What can I say? They would talk behind my back. They would laugh at me. They would say nasty things or write nasty notes or they'd be like, oh, we don't want you in our choir or we don't want to sit next to you. There was all kind of things. Um, And then when I got into high school, I was bullied even worse. So girls just got meaner and I was in a private school So, you know, I don't know, like, I guess public school, there's bullying in public schools, but I couldn't even imagine the extent of what it was going to be like in private school. And guess what? I think it's probably equal or even worse. Um, On top of that, I wasn't just bullied by my peers. I was bullied by the administration of my school, which I've talked about a little bit. Maybe I'll get into even more detail at this point because I've fully had the time to heal. It's been 
11, 12, like 13 years, a lot of years, let's just put it that way. Maybe I'll talk about some of the background on it as well from what happened with some friends and how I got kicked out of school and all this kind of stuff. Like I literally didn't even get the chance to graduate. So that was an interesting situation. They threw me out of school for doing something I did not do that a friend actually did. Um, didn't ask any questions. I didn't ask any questions either because I was like, great. You mean you're not asking me to come back to this evil, horrible school? Awesome. So I was happy to leave, found a job, started working for a real estate business. But honestly, it's always bothered me a little bit that like no one took responsibility. On top of that, the girl who did the thing and actually should have taken responsibility uh, was asked back to get her diploma. So they didn't ask her to come back to school. They kicked her out as well, but they had her come back, gave her some courses to do because she was super smart and they liked her a lot. So they kind of figured that I was the bad one because I wasn't getting amazing grades. And that is mainly because I have Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism and I had mono. So I was exhausted all the time and I couldn't do well in my classes when I was exhausted all the time. And I also do not have a photographic memory like this girl did. Just saying, I mean, I'm not like saying anything bad about her per se, but just, you know, memorizing is a thing in schools. Like if you can memorize then you'll do good. If you can't and you have more of a practical thinking kind of brain or like more of a creative brain like I do, it's really hard to do well on written tests. So it wasn't always easy for me. And so anyways, the point is I got thrown out of school. I was not given the opportunity to get my diploma. So things were not easy. But when I got married soon after getting that job, I had that job for about a year in that real estate business. Then I got married soon after, moved away to a city area of New York, which like is pretty interesting for me because I lived in the suburbs in New York this whole time growing up in New York. And then I moved to the city, which is so different. That was a whole nother adjustment. But I had my husband to show me the ways. That was awesome. And I started working for an internet business, processing orders. So soon after getting married, I wanted to go to makeup school. And I was in love with makeup already, but I didn't really know how to apply it very well. And I decided that it would be fun to apply it for other people as well, for occasions maybe, but the fact was they would not have allowed me into their school if I didn't have a diploma, which was a problem because my school was never going to offer me the opportunity to get a diploma, even though I went through ninth, 10th, and 11th grade, was bullied all the way through it, and it was horrible. I still didn't wasn't given the chance to have my diploma or take some courses or anything like that, and I wouldn't have asked them because they definitely would not have given it to me. So I studied my butt off and got my GED. In the United States, that is a diploma equivalent certificate. And it basically can do whatever else you can do with a diploma. You could probably do with a GED, you know, get into schools, colleges, work situations, all kinds of things like that. So anyways, I got my GED. I worked my butt off. Like I cannot even tell you. I literally set myself up a study schedule. And then I would sit and study for hours at a time. Isaac clearly remembers this. My husband Isaac is just always reminding me about how I used to study and study. He was so proud of me. And when it came in the mail, I literally cried because it was incredible that I had even passed the math. I just passed the math 
And after being bullied and told that I was, you know, not good enough because I wasn't smart enough or I wasn't getting the best grades, I needed to get better grades, it felt validating to say like, hey, no, I've got this. Like, I am so much, I'm worth so much more than you think. And guess what? I could do this and I passed this and now I'm able to do bigger things. And from there, I was actually able to do bigger things because I went to makeup school, became a certified makeup artist started working with people and then realized that I really liked doing makeup for myself. So I started making YouTube tutorials. I started doing beauty reviews on a blog. So I had a blog for years and that was super fun. Around that time I had my now nine-year-old who is awesome. So I have a nine-year-old and I also have a four-year-old now. So I have two boys. They are the best thing to ever happen to me. Literally, I, I can't even tell you. It was... Just those are just the best moments of my life, giving birth to them, also getting married. That was one of the most awesome moments of my life as well and getting my GED. So lots of great highlights in life, lots to be positive about, lots to be grateful for, for sure. Um, But I mean, it was so funny. Both times when they handed me my, my little babies for the first time, I started crying. And with my little one, I remember the nurse asked me like, why are you crying? This is such a happy moment. And I was like, I'm crying tears of happiness, lady. Stop it. This is a happy cry. And I was like bawling. It was so awesome. There's nothing like being handed this baby that you've held inside of you for nine whole months. So I also, in between both of those children, miscarried once. Uh, That was quite the struggle to go through. So I've been through quite a bit. Lots of things have happened to me. Lots of things that have tested me. And that's pretty much the gist of my story. So let's get into a little bit more about what I do now and why I do what I do. And so basically, it starts from when I first moved to the city when I got married to my husband. I was, like I said, a makeup artist. I did some blogging. But on top of that, the thing that actually paid me money was working for an internet business. And that was a full-time job. I worked in someone's basement. I processed orders. I talked to customers. I handled their fulfilled orders. And this was for Amazon and eBay. It was a stressful job. Let's just put it that way. I think that for me as a person that is very independent, I don't know if I could ever be happy working for someone else either way. I just think that this is just my personality. So I worked for two Amazon and eBay kind of internet businesses. It's safe to say that I didn't love what I did. It was easy for me. I was good at it, very good at it, but it wasn't what I loved. There was no passion there. And I used to constantly be upset because I knew that there was something I could be doing that I loved more and there was just not enough time in the day to do it. So then, fast forward a little bit, I had gained quite a bit of weight after having two kids. It was definitely about 35, 45 pounds probably. I took off some just from, you know, exercise and stuff like that, but I always stalled and I would yo-yo on that weight. It was just not a fun situation. And then my sister, who has Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism as well, had been struggling for a while with weight loss as well. And I watched her literally take off 60 pounds. And I could not believe it. And she was maintaining it as well. And then I watched her husband take off 100 pounds. And I was shocked. So when they told me about it, I kind of was like, hmm, I don't know if I want to try your program. 
it seems like I had all the excuses in the world and then I finally gave in and tried it and I am so, so I can't even use the word grateful. I don't even know what word to use, but like beyond grateful that I tried this program because it changed my life. It changed the trajectory of everything because not only did I go ahead and get on that program, lose 35 pounds in three months, but I also have learned to change my habits and my mentality and my mindset and everything just shifted completely. I learned how to maintain my weight loss and I've kept it off for two years now, which is nothing I've ever been able to do before. So that has been super incredible in itself. But then friends and family and people around me were just immediately getting inspired because they would see me and they would say, wow, I can't believe that not only have you taken the weight off this time, but you've been able to maintain it. You're keeping it off. I've never seen you do this before, Giddy. What are you doing? And then I realized that I had to help them as well. I had to help people do what I was doing because there was just nothing like this feeling of feeling such amazing energy and feeling good about myself. The confidence was crazy and realizing what portions were actually normal to eat and what I was able to do strength-wise now that I had actually shed this weight. I think the best part was shedding that whole dieting personality where I would just constantly be dieting. I think the realization that I would never have to diet again was the best. As soon as I realized that, as soon as I realized how I could do this with my newfound maintenance plan I was given and all the tools I'd been given, it was just an incredible change. So not only did I change my own life, I started changing other people's lives. I helped so many people now lose hundreds of pounds. So it started off as just something I was going to do on the side. I started helping people on the side. In, in the little cracks of time in between my full-time job and the time when my kids were home and all that stuff. And then it became something that I wanted to do all of the time. And I was being paid well enough that it actually was an opportunity. And I didn't turn it down. And I accepted the fact that this was something I could do. So fast forward, I quit my job in that internet business where I was being paid very well, had very little hours at that point as well because I was in a, a position where I was pretty up there and I was able to ask for that kind of situation. So at the same time as I was commuting for two hours of my day, I still had a good situation going, but I didn't love what I did. And doing health coaching has changed my life. So not only has it given me accountability, I've been able to help people build businesses just like I have because this business is not multi-level marketing. I'm not bashing multi-level marketing, but it's just not. So sometimes it, someone who has lost a lot of weight has people asking them what they've done and then they have the opportunity to become health coaches as well. So we help those people build the same businesses as we've built and they have their own individual businesses, which is super cool. And they themselves can leave their jobs if they want to and do whatever they are hoping for financially because they have this incredible thing. And on the other side of that, they're helping so many people transform their life. So now not only am I watching myself transform my life, transform other people's lives, but actually watching other people transform other people's lives. So it's this whole ripple effect. And it's just been an incredible experience because it's not just rewarding where we're helping people 
completely change their health, where they've had diabetes or pre-diabetic, or they've been pre-diabetic, or they've had high blood pressure, or they have suffered from heart attacks or heart trouble or anything like it, and they've completely changed their health, turned it around where their doctors are shocked. People who could not physically get pregnant were able to get pregnant after losing this weight. People with PCOS, I've coached people with hypothyroidism like I have, Hashimoto's, all of that. So it's just so rewarding watching people completely change their lives and then helping people with that financial freedom aspect as well because it's not just health where your body's concerned, but we're helping people change their health in every single aspect where they're changing their entire mindset, the way they think, the way that they act, the way that they talk. It just changes everything about them. And I've seen myself do it, but now I get to watch other people do it. So being an entrepreneur has been the best thing I've ever decided to do. I still get to do makeup. I still get to do tutorials whenever I want. And I get to have that time freedom to really be able to do other things that I want to do. Like I'm working on an ebook currently, a healthy recipe ebook, which just ties into everything I do right now. And it'll be available for my clients, which is awesome. But it'll also be available to other people who just want a little bit of health. So I think it's awesome that I get to do this. And I just wanted to talk about what I do as a person and just in general, because I think that we kind of think that we're supposed to work and work and pay bills until we die. And honestly, there's so much more to life than that. And the fact that I realized that before the time I turned 30 is the best thing ever. And I just hope that I can inspire other people and show them that even if you come from nothing, even if you come from a place so low, maybe a drug addiction or any kind of addiction or mental illness or whatever it might be, wherever you come from, okay, from a household where there wasn't a lot of money or from being bullied or told you were not enough, you can do whatever your heart desires. Don't ever let anyone else tell you that you cannot do the things, okay? Because let me tell you, I come from a background of all kinds of things. I have so many stories, so many experiences that make me the person I am. I lost my 24-year-old brother two years ago, which is kind of an important piece of the puzzle. But after losing my 24-year-old brother, he passed away suddenly. It was very unexpected. He was my best friend. I realized very quickly how short life was. It was this wake-up call. It was like, hey, Gitty, life is short. You need to do something now. Figure out what it is in life that's important and do it. And I realized that I was ignoring my health and I was just eating for comfort. And I realized that I hated what I was doing. And then they asked me, my, my work at the time asked me to work during the time of grieving. And I just thought to myself, there is so much more that I can be doing. I should not be working for someone that does not have that sensitivity to understand that I need this time for myself. I need to be able to have that time freedom where if something happens, I'm able to take a rest for a second. I'm able to take a break and think. That's really what gave me that wake up call, I would say, and started this whole journey. And it was something so negative and so horrible that I thought I could never get through or get out of, to be honest. But it changed the whole way my life was going. So just remember that you may go through tough things. Things are going to be tough. Life is not easy. Those things are bringing you to the good things. There are good things in life and you will get there. 
but you have to go through everything. You need to go through the tough stuff and the mess ups and the slip ups and all of it together to get to where you want to be. So just keep going. Don't let anyone tell you you cannot. You can and plow ahead because one day it will all pay off. So anyways, that is pretty much a little bit of background on me. If you don't know me yet, this is probably a great introduction for you to getting to know me. And now I just want to thank all of you listeners who tuned in to the Unapologetically Gitty podcast today. And I will be back with another one next week, so stay tuned. And if you found value in any of this, please do share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe so you don't miss any of my podcasts in the future.